Hey, I'm Andy. I'm Andy. And you're listening to the HMM Podcast. Over 10 years ago, I set myself the challenge of building my own property portfolio. And what began as a short-term investment plan soon became a long-term commitment to change the way young people live together. I've now built several successful businesses, I've raised millions of pounds of investment, and I've managed thousands of tenants. Join me and some very special guests to discover the tips, tricks, and hacks, the ups and the downs, the best practice, and everything else you need to know to start, scale, and systemize your very own HMO portfolio. Now. It's been a busy couple of months. A lot of stuff's been going on. So I thought a biz update was overdue. It's time to fill you guys in on what has been happening in my businesses. I know you like to come behind the scenes and see what's happening. So today we're going to do that. I've got some updates for you in the main business, the investment management group, including some rent increases. I've got uh, an interesting scenario that I've been dealing with in my HMO development project that's live at the minute. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that. I'm going to give you a general update on the commercial Terezi stuff. That's exciting. Things are definitely moving. And there's some other bits and pieces that I'm going to share with you today as well. So if you want to take a look behind the curtain, don't go anywhere. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode of the HMO Podcast. Hey guys, it's Andy here. We're going to be getting back to the podcast in just a moment. But before we do, I want to tell you very quickly about the HMO Roadmap. Now, if you're serious about replacing your income, or perhaps you've already got a HMO portfolio that you want to scale up, then the HMO Roadmap really is your one-stop shop. Inside the Roadmap, you'll find a full 60-lesson course delivered by me, teaching you how to find more deals, how to fund more deals and raise private finance, how to refurbish great properties, how to fill them with great tenants that stay for longer, and how to manage your properties and tenants for the future. We've also got guest workshops added every single month. We've got new videos added every single week about all sorts of topics. We've got downloadable resources, cheat sheets and swipe files to help you. We've got case studies from guests and community members who are doing incredible projects that you can learn from. And we've also built an application just for you that allows you to appraise and evaluate your deals, stack them side by side and track the key metrics that are most important to you. To find out more, head to the hmoroadmap.co.uk now and come and join our incredible community of HMO property investors. All right, welcome back to today's episode. So, it's been a busy couple of months and I've got quite a bit to update you on. I've got some updates in the main biz and the investment management group, some updates on the commercial to resi stuff. I've got some updates in my own portfolio. There's some other bits and pieces. You know, it's been a strange couple of months, hasn't it? New Prime Minister, the Queen has died. From an economic point of view, interest rates have continued to go up. We've seen a government bailout with the utility stuff. It really is quite an unusual period that we've found ourselves in the last couple of months. And some of what I'm going to talk to you about today has been a, a direct consequence of that. You know, certainly some of the decisions that I've made. So what has been going on? Well, most of it has been good, fortunately. It's been a good couple of months. It's been productive. It's been quite profitable. Certainly looking ahead to Q4. Feeling quite excited. Pretty pumped, actually, about things. Certainly, given what's going on out there at the minute. There have been a couple of things, though, that haven't been particularly 
great. And and certainly one of these things had the had the potential to push everything sideways. So let's start with that one. I'm probably going to do a full episode on this because I think there's a lot to unpack here. I think there's a lot of very useful and valuable information to share with you guys. But you might remember a couple of weeks ago that I talked on the show about the garage that I'm converting at my current HMO project. It's a detached garage. Now, a lot of people don't know that you can actually convert some detached garages under permitted development. It really does depend on where it's located, whether it's had any previous planning, what the actual use is, and whether or not you plan to make any changes to the outside of it. It is a bit more complicated than your typical attached garage that you can convert under PD. But anyway, before I embarked on the project, I took advice from my planning consultants. They both confirmed that what I was planning to do was actually under PD. Great. So we cracked on and we've done all the work. We spent about 20, 25,000, converted the garage. It's all signed off by building regs. It's done. And about four weeks ago, I got a letter on the doorstep of this particular house. And it was from planning. And planning told me that they'd been led to believe that I was illegally converting the garage. Of course... Some nosy neighbour had told them that there were works going on and they've tried to stop me doing it. Anyway, this proposed quite an issue because I've already got tenants signed up to move in in December. One of those tenants wants to live and have the room in the garage with this fantastic ensuite. They're really excited about it. We've spent all the money, of course, and suddenly I'm thinking, oh, you know, what if I was wrong? What if our planning consultants were wrong? Or even if they weren't wrong, what if we're now about to get embroiled and tangled up in an enforcement with planning? Not the worst thing in the world, but certainly not the sort of issue that I want to have to deal with. Of course, they'll probably tell my lender and tell everybody, including the tenants, that there's an investigation in place, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long and short of it is we invited the planning inspector up to the house. In fact, wasn't really an invitation, they insist, and uh, showed them what we were doing. Long and short of it is, and this is what I want to come back and do a full episode on it and share with you, but the long and short of it is, it is all in the PD. What I have done is absolutely fine. They've dropped the investigation and I've got nothing to worry about. But as you can imagine, it has been a bit concerning because of the implications that it could have had. So anyway, for a couple of weeks, we weren't quite sure which way this was going to go. My planning consultants still seemed quite confident, but the truth is, Permitted developments can still be quite grey. Different councils and different inspectors do interpret the rules and the guidance in different ways. And fortunately, this occasion, it has gone in in our favour, but that's not the case every time. So this has just really made me aware of the sorts of issues that you can get. I haven't had too many issues with planning before. I am quite cautious with this stuff, but I feel like we came quite close to the wire here and we were on the right side. It was great, but it could have easily been the other way if if this particular inspector had a different opinion. What would we have done in, in that scenario? So I'm going to come back and do a full episode on this, tell you more about it and help you perhaps understand when you might be able to convert a detached garage under permitted development. I posted about this in the HMO community and a lot of our community members just didn't understand and didn't get that you could convert detached garages to bedroom spaces under permitted development. So I'm going to come back and I'm going to help you guys understand that a little bit more. I'm going to explain exactly what I've done. So that's the first piece of, I guess, news that I wanted to update you on. Wasn't looking particularly good for a period of time, but it's all sorted. So in the main business then, the investment management group, what's been going on? All of our students have just been moving in. 
Obviously, they actually changed over in early July. We covered that well on the podcast. But a lot of the students then disappear for summer. They go on holiday, they go and see their friends, they go to festivals, and they start moving in around early September. So those movements have been happening now. And it's at this point we tend to get reports from tenants about certain things that they think are missing or haven't been done or issues that they're having. Simple things like, my housemates left the keys inside and they've gone and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we've been dealing with that and it's all fine. That's just usual administrative stuff we have to deal with when we're managing students. But one of the big bodies of work that we've been doing has been to review our rents in our professional homes, our professional rooms. For a while, we've been looking at this. We actually did a rent increase some time ago, earlier in the year. But with the cost of living issues, we were very sensitive to this, of course. But at the same time, with the rising costs, with inflation, and with, until quite recently, you know, a pretty dire-looking prospect of utilities rising, not only in October, but then again in January, we decided we had to do this. So we made a move. We made a move about four or five weeks ago. We told all the professionals, this is what's happening. We gave them all the paperwork. And I think... We actually handled it really, really well. I'm actually really proud of my team for the way that they handled it. Only one tenant decided to hand their notice in, and that's that's quite a lot of tenants. And a lot of tenants did say, yeah, look, we know, we get it. It's not ideal, but we understand. I think we got the balance of communication, timing, and just the way that we presented it to our tenants just right. And I'm pleased to say that As of the 1st of October, all of those new rents will kick in. And actually, that has quite a significant impact on the top and bottom line in the business. So it was a really important decision to make. And I think it's one that has helped safeguard us for the next 12 months. I think while obviously the government have jumped in and there's been a bit of an energy bailout when it comes to the energies, we definitely still need to be aware that costs are rising. This has by no means dissolved itself this issue i think we're still looking at issues with utilities rising costs and as business owners particularly as owners of hmos we need to be really aware of that so this is a particular piece of work that we've been doing at the minute and just a heads up if you do want to do this there is more to it than just simply sending your tenants an email there is paperwork that you have to send it has to be done in a particular order you have to say certain things there is a a formal and legal process to it so we've done that and the police report it's all gone really well Now, um, it's Friday, so as you guys are listening to this, you might see down on social media today that I'm in the southeast. I'm down checking out some of my commercial Terezi projects. I'm really, really excited. So, quick update on Faversham. That's the project that is in the most part finished. The first five flats, they're doing really well on Airbnb. We've done about 170 nights booked. (laughs) It's really making some good money now, which is exciting. We're just waiting for the final term mortgage. We are, we've are we just had the valuation back and now we're waiting for the lender's solicitors to do their bit so we can actually complete on the mortgage. We're hoping in the next four weeks that completion goes ahead. And it's a big valuation. It's a big remortgage. It's seven figures. There's a lot of money to come back in. So I'm certainly looking forward to that happening. So hopefully in the next month that'll happen. But honestly, guys, it has been a bit of a nightmare Getting the lenders to do anything in and what we would consider to be a reasonable time frame has been really, really, really tough. Our solicitors have been fantastic. I know that's not the sort of thing that you're used to hearing when it comes to solicitors. Our, our solicitors have been brilliant, but we've been messed around by lenders for about two, three months now. You might remember 
I told you guys we'd initially applied for a product. It was great. The rates went up. They kicked us off that. We applied for another one. The rates went up. They did the same. So just had a bit of this debacle with, with lenders. Finally, we've got onto a product. Of course, it's quite a bit more expensive than the product we were initially being offered. But anyway, we're almost there. So fingers crossed, next update, I can tell you that it's done. Money's back in the bank. And what I'm looking forward to doing is actually sharing some juicy numbers with you, telling you and sort of breaking down that project. The workshop, the bit at the back, it's being filmed by Channel 4. In the next three, four weeks, that one will be completed as well. We'll get the term lending on that sorted out and we'll get it up online for um, service accommodation for Airbnb as well. So I'm really excited about that. It is looking so good. Just check out socials today and have a look. But the, the critical glass full front window looks absolutely wicked. Another news, our big project, our eight flat uh, conversion down on Hibernia Street started strip outs happening. Again, you'll see some pictures on social today. I'll be sharing them, but really exciting. We're looking at about 550 to 600,000 development costs. So it is quite a big project. Yeah, it's definitely the biggest project that I've done. And I'll be sharing lots about this over the coming months. So keep an eye out. And finally, the, the last project we're working on at the minute is Poplar House. We've actually closed the funding round. We've raised over £800,000 for the project, all privately. And we're really excited to be completing in about a week's time on this. So we've got planning in. We're also just waiting back now on the final decision from planning. So far, we haven't had uh, any real objections, which is really positive. So fingers crossed, next biz update, I'm telling you that not only have we completed, but we've got planning. But I know too well that it's not done until it's done. So for the time being, I don't want to jinx anything. I'm just keeping everything crossed. Okay, so something else that's happened over the last couple of months is, and I'm really excited about this one, we brought a new member of the team on board. Jamie has joined us and he's going to be helping with social. So as my businesses are growing, I'm finding it increasingly difficult just to keep on top of sharing our content and creating the content as well. You know, I still do it all. You know, still, it's me who writes the posts. It's me who shares everything. It's me who records everything, puts the, the reels together and things like that. But I finally drafted in a bit of help to do this. Now, I'm still going to be actually, everything you see, the written word is, is still me. It's always going to be me. And the actual posting of it is going to be me. But We've got some fancy new kit and Jamie, who knows how to use it all, we're going to be getting some better footage of the projects, behind the scenes in the business. I'm really, really excited about this, actually. So keep an eye out. But very soon we should be bringing you some more and some quite new and exciting content on socials. For me, this is as much about an evolutionary process of our business. It's just continuing to move in the right direction, taking it to the next step. But also as much as it is about leveraging the way that social channels are changing, the algorithms are changing, everything now on Instagram is reels. This wasn't the case 12 months ago. So it's time to adapt. It's all taking longer. I'm certainly finding that. And my skill set is not in creating reels and things like that. So bringing in Jamie, who's an expert, and I'm really looking forward to uh, getting some new stuff off the ground for you guys. And finally then, the last update I've got for you today is about the new event that I've been planning and designing. We're almost there with it. So recently I shared some ideas and some of the information about the brand new course that I'll be doing. Of course, it's all about HMOs. Shared it with you guys in the HMO community, had some fantastic feedback from you. Thank you so much for everyone who gave me feedback. We've reshaped it a little bit with that feedback in mind, and we're just making some final changes to 
the course or the day's workshop, if you like. So very soon, I'm really hoping that we can actually release some tickets for you. We can release dates and uh, yeah, we can look ahead. And it's the first time I've ever done a course or an event myself. It's brand new to me. I'm really, really quite excited about this. It's going to let us take a lot of what we're talking about on the podcast, a lot of what we're learning here to a new level. So for anyone who's perhaps between listening and learning on the podcasts, but isn't quite ready for one-to-one mentorship or the mastermind yet, this course that I've designed is something to sit in the middle to really help accelerate your journey, to help accelerate this process of building your own property business. So I'm looking forward to it. Keep an eye out. It might be another month before we're there with it yet, but I promise you, I promise you, you're going to love it. I'm really, really excited about it. So there we go. That's it, guys. You know, like I said, it's been a pretty good month. Most of it has been good. And yeah, it has been busy, but you know what? It's not been crazy busy. It's not been mental busy. And that's really nice. And for me, Q3, certainly the back end of Q3 is often like this. And I I really try and make the most of it. I really try to enjoy the back end of summer. And I have. It's been brilliant. Dog walks, out my bike. It's been really, really nice. Q4 is upon us. It's around the corner. And this is a busy time for us. Student letting season is about to kick off. That's going to keep us super busy. The weather's going to change. Maintenance tends to creep up. So let's see where things go. So the next update may not be as positive. The real sort of grind and the real work in actually trying to hit those targets that we set back in January is going to kick in. There's still a long way for us to go this year. And I'm just, I suppose, recharging, coming to the end of this recharging phase and ready to double down for the rest of the year. We're full occupancy at the minute, which is great. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we can keep it there. There's nothing worse than than losing tenants around sort of late November, early December, because they tend to be the rooms that stick a little bit. No matter how good the rooms are, people just don't want to make decisions before Christmas. Oh gosh, can't believe we're talking about Christmas already. So anyway, hopefully we can stay at full occupancy and I'll give you an update on this and everything else we've covered in today's episode in another month or so. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you found that interesting. If you've got any questions you want to ask me or grill me on anything I've shared with you in today's episode, come on over to the HMO community. I'm always hanging out there. Come and ask your questions. Of course, it's a great place to find guidance and support. If you want to take things to the next level, the HMO roadmap is exactly where you want to be. Go and get those downloadable resources. Go and see what the deal stacker is all about. Save yourself hours and hours of time by using the deal stacker. Go and check out all of the fantastic case studies you've got from our community members. There's so much in there, guys. You'll absolutely love it. And if you've got just 30 seconds, please, 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 can you do me a big favor? Leave a quick review of the podcast. It means so much to me, more than you could possibly know. It really helps continue to spread the message about the podcast, get it in front of more and more people. That helps us on this mission of trying to improve the standards of accommodation for young people and help you and anyone else out there who's trying to build their own HMO property business. Thanks, guys. Thank you once again. And don't forget, I'll be right back here in the very same place next time. So please join me then for another installment of the HMO podcast. (laughs) 